Recorded live. Hey everyone, this is Hunteria, um, and this is a first broadcast from Cosmo Radio. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second there, right? This is my radio show. I don't give a shit if you want to host it with me, but I'm the one who introduces my own radio show. You got that? Whatever you say, Obi, if you really okay. think it matters that much. Okay, well, as some of you already know, uh, Hunteria and I have a had an idea that we were going to co-host Cosmo Radio because I wanted to bring back Cosmo TV, but then I got a little upset because no one was watching my episodes, and Obi doesn't like to be sad. So we decided that it would be best to bring back Cosmo Radio to talk about all the bullshit that people want to hear, even though they know what's going on in and we well, have yep. go for it, co-host. I agree. Everyone wants to hear about bullshit. That's what we're we're known for in this region. Bullshit, only bullshit and petty. Only the best bullshit and petty. So, so true. speaking of bullshit and petty, let's talk about the hottest topic going on in the region right now, and that is well. Everything going on with Reg. And oh boy, there certainly is a lot of it. There always is, Obi. Um, where would you like to start? Well, let's start with the most current events that caused you to resign as map editor. Oh. Okay. We can start there if you'd like. And then we'll work our way back to the beginning. Sounds like the only possible way to do it. Glad you agree. Some people may have noticed that in the world map roleplay, which we will get to talking about in a little bit, um, I have decided I'm no longer going to be the map editor. And a couple people have PM'd me. Some people have just said it outright in public. Obi. Why aren't you editing the map anymore? And, you see, it's a really good question. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. Because I think it was last night or the night before, Reg had a little itty-bitty bitch fit on Discord about, I don't know, everyone is disrespecting him, so many people are being childish. He's really just talking about me in particular. And... Then he went on to say, and I have it right here in front of me, maybe this role play, you can actually do something besides the map. Most of them, you don't do much besides that. Oh, except the Pokemon one, big hit. He's being sarcastic, you know, because being sarcastic is Reg's new mantra. Then I said, well, I can do neither of them if you prefer. No map and no role play. To which he said, I don't care what you do. What you do has nothing to do with me. And I agreed. So I am no longer going to edit the map because one person in particular doesn't appreciate it. And, yeah, it sounds kind of cunty, but I'm a cunt. And I, one of my things is I need to feel like I'm appreciated for the things that I do in the region. And the most basic one that I've been doing for four plus years is maps. I always do maps. And some people have said before, it doesn't matter who does the map. 
Anyone can do the map. Okay. In that case, let's watch anybody do the map. Let's watch Reg do the map. Reg volunteered. So someone else can do the map now. I don't really care. If people don't want to appreciate the work that I do for the map, I won't do the map. Yes, but I appreciate what you do for the map, and I want you to be the map editor, but apparently that wasn't enough to trump five foot four. Oh, well, five foot four Jufro decided that me being the map editor and not doing much else besides just the map was not good enough for him because I apparently don't role play, which is true. I'm not into role plays. That's not a thing that really gives me pleasure in the region. I don't enjoy doing role plays and uh, talking to people in character. Normally in role plays, I'll just have President Angie come blasting through the the door drunk and hooking up with someone else's president. Because I don't really know what to do. I don't know how to role play, so I don't. Well, that sounds like a great way to start this role play off anyway. Well, so far, this role play looks like it's going to be a, a bit of a joke. <sighs> well, as much as it can be, I'm trying to make it better, but we have a lot of differing opinions, and I'm trying not to be a dictator. But we're going to well, get to that point here real quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's really difficult to have one person just trying to breathe life into the role play forms because you can't just have one person doing that. It has to be a group effort. I mean, I've said numerous times before that in the past, in 2012, 2013, we had big role plays where every single person in the region was getting involved. The modern world role play is the one that always comes to mind as much as it ended in complete disaster. But everyone was in that role play. And for, I don't know, about a month, two months, the only thing we ever did in the region was the modern world role play. People would log on to the forums and just do the modern world role play. And it was like that for two months almost. Well, yeah, it's something that we used to offer in the region that at least attracted a certain number of people because we did have a very strong role play option, which we've lost. And I think that has caused beyond just losing some of the members we had, it hinders our ability to recruit because we can't say that we actually have an active role play. Because Uh, we never do. Well, we used to. And that was something I actually really liked when I joined three and a half years ago, something to that effect. But besides that point and talking about activity and role play, to go back to our main topic of the Regonia shitstorm, he always talked about having activity, and it was a lot of shitposting. If he would have invested all that shitposting activity into the role play, not just him, but others as well, we could have actually, like, done something instead of having the entertainment forum just blow up. Yeah, well, a couple of nights ago, I also released uh, my essay, which I've been holding back for about a week. I wrote that essay while I was in Rome. Uh, One night, I just woke up at like three in the morning (laughs) out of jet lag. So I started writing that. And I decided not to release it at first because 
I don't know. I just didn't think it was a good time and probably wasn't a good idea. But, you know, then a couple of days ago, Reg decided to have a total bitch fit, and I kind of had enough. So I decided, you know what, there's no going back from this. And in in that essay, I mentioned, well, everything. But one of the big talking points, which I did mention in that, was that, you see, Reg is not the type of person to just lead and lead by example. And then at the end of his leadership, people either praise him or think less of him. And the greatest presidents and the greatest chancellors that the region had um, have not acted the way that Reg has. He was very egotistical. He was very, you know, interested in his own... He was very into whatever brought him the most fame, not what brought the region the most fame. You know, he kept on talking about the 69% that elected him. He kept on going on about how all the hard work and progress that we've made, not that he's made, that we've made, because, you know, he's trying to imitate Donald Trump. But looking back at it, what progress and hard work was there? Because all I saw was he created Allied Unity Week, which was a good idea, sure. And one of the days when we got to talk about our region's history, I loved that. I loved talking about our history and stuff. That, that's fun to me. But one of the things is that he keeps on bringing up, oh, we had these amount of posts in this week. And during my entire term, here's all the posts we've made versus how many posts Pepe has made or TNR has made. Well, first of all, you can't really compare yourself with TNR because we were here, both of us, while TNR was president. I think you even came into the region at that time. Yes, I did. I was. I came in while... Ian Icamara were president and vice president. Right, but it was the summer. I remember that. So yep. you can't really be broadcasting to the entire world, or to the entire region, rather, of how many posts you've had during this week or during this month or during your term. Because, first of all, most people don't care. I couldn't care less about how many posts were made during my presidency. All I care about was that the region was active and people were happy. And one of the things with Reg is he doesn't know how to hold his title of chancellor with honor and grace. He had to be the big mouth who went off and completely blew it out of proportion because, let's face it, him winning by 60-whatever percent of the vote it got to his head, just as many of us expected it would have. But for a while, it looked as though it wasn't going to. Well, I I think there was a lot of signs that power has been able to influence his decision-making. But I wasn't technically in the cabinet for very long and have been removed without notice from many positions. You are provisionally in the cabinet. Didn't you tell me that you would have been in the cabinet? No, you said that you didn't get an invite to his Discord server for his administration because you hadn't done anything as attorney general yet and that you had to prove yourself in order to get into the Discord um, uh, server. He did mention that. Um, 
And it was really hard to do anything as attorney general when I wasn't masked as attorney general, didn't have moderation powers over uh, the Justice Department to be able to edit stuff as I went along. So it was kind of like it didn't – I didn't really get to be attorney general, even though I was. And then I got fired without even knowing I got fired. One day I just looked and I was like, oh, well, I'm gone. It was really great communication, I think, overall. But I think that's kind of a big issue was that there wasn't really a, at least when, from what I saw, communication at the point I was a part of the cabinet. But um, I think I agree with your point, though, is that even when I was president, I didn't care for a minute much. and a half. I was president for two months. Um, thank you. It was more of, I cared about, and I always kind of gauged, it was like, well, it doesn't really matter how many posts there are. It matters on what and where the posts are. Exactly. I can sit sit online for eight hours a day with uh, JD and uh, SGE, and we'll just um, fuck around in the entertainment forums and make hundreds of posts. Well, that doesn't but they're really not do quality anything posts. for the region. They're not quality posts. They well, were yeah, all... counting backwards. Hell, I'm just exactly. typing in a number. Exactly. Everything that he's going on about, about his post count during his term, it's all just a approval inflation, just like how he inflated my approval poll. But we won't get to that. Don't worry. I think the region has had enough of that story. But it's all just to make it seem like he did a better job than he really did. Because when you really look at it, and please, if you can think of something, let me know, because I can't think of anything. What hard work has been done during his term? What progress has been made? He was basically just there making spam posts and telling other people to spam posts in order to make it seem like numbers are good, that people are happy. Well, yeah, you know who was happy? The media companies. That's who was happy. I agree. I think that he does have a lot of energy. It's just finding a way to focus that and make it, turn it into something that can be constructive and valuable. Because I will say that he does have apparently the time and the desire to pump energy into this region. And I think it's it's working with him on a, in a way that he doesn't get too power crazy and allows him to, everyone to kind of benefit from that energy because sometimes if he gets too power crazy, like we just saw, it all goes to shit. But I mean, that's over now. So we did just have I, an election. I, I, there, there was one more thing I wanted to say. Well, we'll get oh, to the election. Okay. Don't, we'll get to the election. We'll save that for the end because we also have Stephen Eastridge who decided to call in. So we'll, We'll save the election for another, like, uh, five minutes from now. But a lot of people have been talking about, you know, Reg was elected last month, and it's pretty common um, occurrences in the region that give it another two or three months and watch, he'll be elected again, because that's the kind of region we are. Well, I'm not so sure about that. I think for a lot of people, this was Reg's second chance. I mean, this was me giving him a second chance. 
And I don't think I'll ever vote for him for anything ever again. Chancellor, Senate, nothing. I don't care how active he is. We've now seen what he does and how he acts when he does get the power he desires. I don't think that's a very good thing for the region. It's not something I want to give him. You know, I don't want to be the one to cast that vote to make him a senator because you know he's going to run for speaker and then somehow convince and manipulate other people to elect him as speaker and people are going to do it and then he's going to completely go power hungry as a speaker position. And, you know, you and I have both been speaker multiple times. You, I think, more than anyone else. We know that there is no real power to the Speaker of the Senate. You move bills and you tell people when to vote and when not to vote. I mean, that's basically the entire job. Anyone could do it. I actually think anyone can do it. (laughs) Yeah, anyone can do it. But you know, and we've all seen, because it's happened before, Reg takes that to a whole new level and tries to make the Speaker of the Senate into a Paul Ryan position, which that's not what it is in the region. Which, speaking of Paul Ryan, not Paul Ryan himself, would you agree or disagree that Reg hit Donald Trump on the nail? His impersonation, I'll tell you what I mean. His impersonation of Donald Trump during his chancellorship is spot on. Well, we haven't gotten to the impeachment process of Donald Trump yet, but We'll yeah, you, you, keep dream, you keep dreaming about that, babe. All right. Oh, That's I That's not happening. That's not happening. We'll see. But, yeah. But. <laughs> you want to mention that? Reg is, I think, the only person to ever be impeached. And apparently there was also an attempt while he was chancellor um, a year ago. Now, I wasn't in the region. That was after I resigned as chancellor myself and decided to take a couple months off. So I didn't get to actually see anything from that, but from what people tell me, apparently he was also close to being impeached then. Uh, But then he lost his Senate seat. I heard he lost his Senate seat and therefore couldn't be chancellor anymore. That's kind of funny, actually. But Yeah, it was a state seat, and he lost it to Castro. Or LW, one of them. Castro's or LW? Yeah, I don't remember. And not only is Reg the only person to have been impeached or close to it, he's also the only chancellor or president, for that matter. Let's date back to Tar as well. He's the only executive of the region to ever be found guilty in court. And I think that tells you everything you need to know about Reg's term as chancellor or dictator, if you want to call it that. I like to use the term dictator because for those of us who were in his cabinet and got to see how he treated people, he was a dictator. Well, luckily or unluckily, if you supported the former chancellor, um, we had an election. We did. And And it was actually a good election. And Reg was not elected chancellor. So we he was also not chancellor. elected to the Senate. So we now have a new... Uh, we'll, we'll get to the Senate in a minute. Let's talk about the Chancellor first. This is probably one of the 
most voted in elections I've seen in months, maybe even years. I mean, we had, what is it, 36? No. Yeah, 36 people vote. Is it that I'm going to check right now? I think, I think was, it was 36. Yeah, but I'm going to check anyway because we like to be factual at Cosmo Media. This is one Unless of the most... Unless the facts are being inflated. Reg might yeah. have double-voted. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> or triple-voted. All right. So, yeah, there were 36 votes this election. And this is probably one of the most voted-in chancellor elections I've seen in a long time. I, I don't think I've seen this many people vote since the merger, maybe. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't normally keep track, but I do know that 36 total votes for Chancellor, that's a big number. That's not something that we normally get. Um, both candidates, Pepe and Lewis, should be really proud because, I mean, Lewis got 16 votes, and in the past, 16 votes is well enough to be elected president or chancellor. Um, I fully expect that Lewis is going to run again in the future. Um, I have no shame in saying that I voted for Lewis. I love Lewis. He's one of my best friends in the region. And regardless, I think it's going to be a good turn for Pepe. I mean, either way, you got either Lewis and Castros or Pepe and Cityland. And both were phenomenal options. This was not a Trump versus Hillary election at all. This was a very good chancellor election this time. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with Pepe as chancellor. What about you? I think Pepe will do a great job as chancellor. And I think, um, from what I know, C.D. Land will, of course, do well at whatever position he's in. And him as the vice chancellor will be really good. I also thought Lewis and Daniel would be a good something new for the region. I don't see – I'm kind of in the position where I'm sick of seeing the same people be chancellor. Um, not that some of them don't do a great job. It's just we always talk about getting new people, new ideas, and stuff like that, but we seem to have a small group of people that constantly rotate through the chancellorship. Um, but I think I Pepe still, will do a great job. I agree. I, I've been one of the biggest uh, advocators for people new to the region who haven't really been in all that much, or just people like J.D. You know, J.D. came to the region a year ago. We still haven't seen a chancellor bid by him yet. I fully expect it at some point. Um, and just like I've mentioned, uh, I guess it is two years at this point since I've been the president of the Ally Republics. When I was president, I was very vocal about Castros and Pepe. And Pepe, we've seen become chancellor. We've seen Castro's become chancellor. I like to see, because every year, this always seems to happen, like once a year, we always get that like one member that ends up being big in the region. You know, a couple of years ago, that was Castro's. Last year, that was JD. Who knows who it'll be this year? Um, but I like that. I like when we get like that new recruit who's really big in the region once a year. It's kind of like a sports team with a draft. You know, you get that, that one big first-round draft pick, and that pulls your region to a whole new area of opportunities. 
and I like seeing that, no doubt. No, I completely agree. I think it's something where we tend to get one or two really good new members every year that are really dedicated and really active and aspire to hold government positions. Um, it's not that we don't get other good people. There's just few that I think aspire to running the region in an executive role. Um, right. So I think I think it'll be interesting to see what Pepe can do. Uh, so, I mean, it's day one right now. So let's see what comes down the pike this week. And, of course, we always have the chance to try something new next month if Pepe decides to somehow manage to fuck it up. (laughs) That's right. Pepe is only chancellor for a guaranteed one month because he was elected at Regiona's disapproval at the midterm poll. So either way, in a month, we're going to have to have chancellor elections again. I fully expect Pepe and Lewis will both end up running. Um, It'd be good to see Brick give it another shot, maybe have someone newer throw their face into it. I don't think anyone would be surprised if Regiona decided to run again because that's all he does in the region is run for chancellor, Um, except for this time when he ran for Senate. And let's talk about that next because the Senate race was – the center race was very tight this time around. Uh, I think <laughs> for the exception yeah. of you, of course, because, you know, <laughs> lol. Yeah, but, that was not surprising, surprising. I don't know. Well. I I've, I have a lot to think about what I, about that Senate run, so. I will say well, that that was probably the most effort I have put into thinking about some ideas Same. for the region. Same. Me too. That was the first time in a long time I actually seriously campaigned and actually seriously wrote out a little tiny platform. You know, I haven't done that in, I don't know, <laughs> since my very first Senate run. Uh, Same here. I, I didn't even do that for my presidential run. Lord. Right. Um, I, mean, I mean, I did get called I, out by JD for not having a platform, even though I had literally posted it. Here's the thing. Around that time. Here's the thing. I kind of like having um, serious elections again because I know, like, for several years we had joke campaigns where people would just promise red velvet cake and hookers and blow and whatever. But I like the fact that the Senate races, as well as the Chancellor races, have become serious again. I I think that's one of the things that the region was really lacking, and I'm glad that that's back. Um. Let's talk about the actual Senate race because although the first and second place of Stephen G. Eastridge, which we do have him on the line, we'll let him talk in a little bit. Um, The first and second place between Stephen and Castros were pretty much locked in from the get-go. There hasn't hasn't been much change between those two. Um, It was really the third place seat that was very unstable for a day or so. It was a lot of back and forth between uh, myself, Regiona, and Vukovic. And I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was, a little, I was a little afraid I wasn't going to be elected. Um, and then, of course, you know, at the end, um, you more votes were cast. And 
What we ended up having was Steven finishing with 16 votes, Castro with 15, and then Obidel, hey, that's me, with 14 votes. And then the fourth place and fifth and sixth was Regiona with 11, Zulkovich with 10, and then you with 7. Lol. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize I still I had I didn't realize I still had seven friends in this region. So that was that was a little a little higher than I thought. So hey, you know. After a bitter I, divorce with Mitzi, who knew where everything was gonna go? Well, the thing is whether I would have won or not, I would still keep on trying. Um I don't recommend stopping just because you got only seven votes. If anything has been proven these past six months is that Regina can run for chancellor time and time again, and eventually he will be elected. Oh, so, please, I don't give up that. I don't give up that easy. Um, but we do have Stephen Eastridge on the line right now if he would like to talk. Stephen, coming to you from New York. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. This is not only broadcasted from New York, thank you, also from Virginia. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, from, I'm, in, I'm in Rhode Island right now, so. In Rhode Island, hey. I'm, I'm from Oregon, but, you know, I go to school in, in Rhode Island, so. How old don't, are you? Don't tell people. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm 19. I turn 20 next month. You see, the thing about Stephen that a lot of people might not know is he's actually been a member of, the Allied Republics and the Allied States since 2012. I'm going to look well right now. Me. Yeah. He joined the region around the same time that I did and then kind of fell off the face of the earth for four fucking years and decided <laughs> to join us again. Yeah. But we're glad you're back, and you did win a Senate seat. So if you'd like to talk for a little bit, please, anything you'd uh, like to say. Let's see. I, I think I want to... I want to talk about Regina a little bit. Um, of course, everyone wants to talk no, no, no. about Regina. It's not, it's not, not so much bad things. I mean, I, I think he put a lot of effort into foreign affairs, um, and I think that that's something that should be commended. Um, his his um, treaty with the Britannian Kingdom, uh, relations with the UK. Uh, I think that that, um, and that's what he said in his farewell address and everything too. I think that that's a big deal that. Um, not a lot of people recognize, especially after Telegate, that that's something that should be a, a focus and should be brought up. Absolutely, because after the whole um, Delegate scandal that happened uh, a couple months ago, it's very important that we refocus uh, our foreign affairs to new allies because having everything that happened with Europea happened um, it's really important that we find new friends on nation states, ones that will actually accept us and not just put us down for what one region had to say about us. I'm very familiar with the United Kingdom. I actually hold a citizen account there. Um, if anyone doesn't know, that's actually the region where Georgiana comes from. Uh, she's actually the queen of the region, if you didn't know. And um, the other one, the Britannian, uh, region. I believe that mm, I'm, not, I'm totally going to butcher his name. I think that's Mysail Games, if anyone remembers him. I think that's uh-huh. his region. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that. I know it's like a 
Latino sounding name, but I have no idea Pepe, how to Pepe, where it. are you? Pepe! <laughs> so, <laughs> I have no idea how to pronounce Mycel, but if you guys remember Mycel Games, I think that's his region. Um, he still comes on the region uh, in the United States every now and then. And I do agree, it's very important that we as a whole, not just the Chancellor himself signing a state visit or the Secretary of State uh, repairing relations, but we as a whole have to really refocus our lens over to the state visit that's going to happen because we need international friends. And as much as some people think, oh, nation states is stupid, we really don't need friends. Well, I think it's a good idea that we have them anyway, <laughs> and for really no reason other than to play the game. Um, you know, well, exactly. Times, Nation states is where we get new members from. So exactly, and who knows? Maybe we can have more members like Georgiana, who are major players in the United Kingdom and uh, people from Britannia, and have them be members of our region as well, even if they only come on every couple of days. We need that. We need members who are devoted to actual quality activity, whether it be role play or getting involved in government or what have you, even if you're just shitposting in the entertainment forums. doesn't matter. We need friends. And I'd also like to mention, since I did look it up, uh, Stephen Eastridge joined the region on December 2nd, 2012. To put that into mm -hmm. perspective... I joined the region on November 21st of 2012. And I joined July 20th, 2013. So he's older in the region than me. Yeah. Yes. Is there anything else that you would like to mention? I know we kind of um, had you on hold for oh, no, about fine. 20 minutes. Um. No, um, not, a, not a whole lot. Um, I, yeah, I think one thing, this may not get me many friends, um, I recognize, but I was kind of upset with, with Castro's campaign. He didn't have one. Um, that kind of upset me a little bit because, like, everyone else put forth a whole lot of effort into it. Um, and uh, because I know campaigns have been just shit posting and stuff in the past, but now it's it's not so much like that, and and uh, that kind of irked me a little bit. Um, but other than like, I I only voted for myself and and Vukovic. That's the only two people I voted for. Um, wow, thanks a lot, asshole. You exactly, what, you clearly chose be... wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but am am I am I upset with the results? No, of course not. But I just wish that, you won. Uh, well, no. Okay, that's not the point. Okay, and even if even if I didn't win, would I still be active? Yes, of course. And I think, um, and I'm glad that um, you said that you would, and and um, uh, Vukovic said that she would still be active as well, and and Reg will still be active too. Um, so I think that's good for the region that even though the people that didn't win are still going to be active. Trust me, it'll take. TNR banding me before I become inactive permanently. <laughs> I do understand what you were saying, though, about um, not having a platform and then coming away with uh, 15 votes anyway. Um, the thing is, our elections for the past 
forever, really, have all been based on name recognition. Um, people like you could have TNR run for chancellor next month, and he could release an entire joke campaign, not take it seriously at all, and he'll still be elected chancellor. Um, so true. I, I've done this before, and I've told this story millions of times. There was once when I opened up a Senate campaign, I told people, I'm late for, I'm late for everything. I don't work well with others. Please don't vote for me. I'm the worst person for the job. And what happened? I came out with the highest vote total of any other candidate. So even if you tell people your flaws and tell people, don't vote for me, I'm the worst person for the job, they're still going to vote for you if you have that name recognition. Um, this is not but really I'll say old. this on the Castro's thing this time. I don't think it was only name recognition. I think people translated his and Lewis's platform from the chancellor election to being what he would stand for as a senator. That's true. Sure. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. People that also... was kind of how I looked at it, was that, hey, he already had a big platform and a big hand in that platform. So he ha- I think it was kind of the way I looked at it was like that's what he stands for. So that's carried over for me and how I assessed the Senate election. Right. So is there yes, anything else that we need to cover? Not for me. Uh, I think I I put in my two cents. Well, our last topic was going to be about the role play and somehow making that not suck a dick, but it's really hard. Well, we need to get a quality map editor, (coughs) Obi, uh, that's not what's going to happen. Regioni is not going to be the map editor, period. I don't care what he says or what he wants. I run that role play. It's, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking over. This is news bulletin. Nothing's going to happen at RP. I'm taking um, over that RP, and Obi's going to go back to being math editor because I'm going to harass him daily, actually hourly, until he decides to do it. If that requires me telling Reg to shut the fuck up, sit down, and appreciate someone for a hot second, I will do that. Everyone has been warned. I just posted in the uh, regional media center on Discord. News bulletin, Hunteria is taking the world map role play by the balls and making it his. Works for me. Sounds like a good news bulletin. Hopefully (laughs) everyone will listen. Hopefully everyone will listen through the first however long it's been of our discussion to get to that point in this broadcast. Actually, yeah, the broadcast has only been going on for about 35 minutes or so. And this is around the time that I said I wanted to end it because I know there's a lot of people in the region who don't like listening to long um, episodes of anything. And you know I could talk for, like, hours. I have talked That's for hours. True. There there was a Pepe broadcast, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago where, you know, that was the day when Reg came on after the recording ended. And we were on the air for – well, we weren't on air, but we were talking for about three hours that night. I could talk forever. I love talking. But I do want to end the episode here because I want people to listen to the episode. And I know they won't listen to it if it goes above 40 minutes. So, and we have to have more to talk about in 10 days. 
exactly. This is a thrice monthly. That is a word, by the way. Whenever you talk about three times a month, it's thrice monthly. Reg didn't believe me, but it's true. So Who would have guessed that that's what they would call it? Because, see, tri-monthly means every three months. It's not like yeah. bi, where bi-monthly means twice a month. No. When you, when you want to say three times a month, it's thrice monthly. But this is going to be a thrice monthly thing, where on the 10th, the 20th, and the 30th of every month, Anteria and I are going to do a joint broadcast on Cosmos Radio. And we're going to keep this going for as long as we have topics to talk about. Because as we've all seen in the past, I promised I was going to do Cosmo Radio. I do it for about a month or so, and then I quit. And then I said I was going to do Cosmo TV. I do it for a month or so, and then I quit. <laughs> but we're and going I'm to try to keep this going. And i in the only media. Right. And we're going to try to keep this going, and I feel like maybe if I have Hunter Rio kind of like pushing me to do this three times a month, it'll be easier to keep that promise. Um, but I thank you all for tuning in to Cosmo Radio. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you, Hunter Rio. It's for, been a slice. Yes. Uh, thank you, Stephen, for calling in. Uh, yeah, of course. Great to hear from you, and congratulations on winning that Senate seat. Thank you, you yeah, as well. Congratulations. And Hunt, and Hunt, thank you for running and making a, making campaigns interesting and, and trying to get ideas out there. Well, thank you, and I hope you have the best term you can have. Thank you. So this has been another episode of Cosmo Radio. I thank you all for listening. I love you all. Peace out.